Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria, and I am back with another episode of the V-List podcast. Thank you all so much for joining. I hope that you all had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving just passed this past Thursday, and it was a wonderful um it was a wonderful day. I, you know, this is my absolute favorite time of year, to be honest with you. I love the holidays. Um, anything from the end of October through the end of the year is my favorite time because it just, something about this time of year just accentuates, um, you know, the idea of family and valuing your relationships and, you know, friends and loved ones, you know, near and far. And even though, um, you know, I wasn't necessarily anticipating the holidays this year, just because as you all know, I've, you know, this is now my first official year of being divorced and not celebrating the holidays with my ex-husband and his family. Um, you know, it was going to be a little awkward, but I realized Um, along the way, like I've always had a village around me. I've always had my family, if you will. I've always had, um, even my immediate family. Um, and even though they're not near me, they, they come and they show up when I need them. And so I was really blessed, um, and, and happy and ecstatic that my older sister, one of my sisters was able to come and visit this week. And she brought her daughter, my niece, and we had a great time. Honestly, we didn't even do much. They came in and we, they came in on Wednesday and we literally stayed in the house practically every day. Um, I mean, we went out a few times, you know, to grab food and things like that. But we just kind of hung out, Netflix and chilled. We decorated the Christmas tree. We, you know, hung out in the house. Um, And then for Thanksgiving Day, we went over to the, my friend's house, which we're like family, and we all had Thanksgiving dinner together. And I was just really happy. I was really happy. I didn't feel any lack. I didn't feel any sadness. I felt immense thankfulness. I felt grateful. I felt loved. I felt embraced. And I, I felt normal. <laughs> I guess that that was what I was seeking. I wanted that sense of normalcy um, around the holidays. And, you know, I still have to get through Christmas. But, you know, we have some things planned for Christmas that I think will make me feel that same sense of togetherness that I was longing and was hoping not to miss. Um, And so I'm really, really thankful for just that. You know, God has really been showing me that I have what I need, I have who I need, and it's not even because I am forcing myself on anybody. You know, my friends and my family have always been there for me. They've always been there for me. And so even in those times when I feel alone or I feel like I'm out here by myself and this is tough and it is it is new territory and I feel like I'm charting it alone, I really have to reconsider, you know, who I have around me. I have my village, you know, and I do have a couple of friends who, you know, I might only speak to occasionally, but that's the beauty in friendship, like real friendship. When you have a real divine connection with people, you don't always have to see them 
or always have to talk to them in order to, you know, for them to be there for you or for you to be able to rekindle that connection or reach out and call them or talk to them about something. And so I'm grateful that I, I do have that. And I, I'm not saying that I don't ever want to be married again and establish my own, you know, immediate family unit, but I don't know. I mean, that's down the line. Of course, I would love to be in a relationship and all that, but I just am starting to really realize that I'm not alone. I'm never alone. Besides the fact that I always have God, of course, because I think that's my first priority. That's my first relationship. As long as I keep that cultivated, I'm never going to feel alone. But even in, in just the physical and human form, like I just, I'm never alone. And so I'm really thankful for that. And I know that this is the season to give thanks and everyone is feeling thankful. Um, but I just reflecting, you know, throughout this whole year, I felt supported. I have felt, um, I felt, I felt happy that I have a village and I have people that I can call on when I need them for anything, you know, and that's, that's really important. And so I want to encourage you to cultivate your relationships. You know, it's not always about what someone can necessarily do for you because maybe they can't do anything for you besides just be an ear for you besides just, you know, listening besides just giving you a word of encouragement. Um, but really cultivate your relationships and evaluate the relationships that you have with your friends, with your family, with those people that you do talk to on a regular basis. If you're not doing anything to cultivate those relationships, maybe you should. And I'm not saying that you have to go out and spend, you know, time together. I mean, I know time is precious and I know money is precious and and scarce these days and people are all over the place. They're busy all the time. But when I say cultivate a relationship, I mean like reach out sometimes, reach out occasionally, be the one to check in on someone. Um, you know, I felt a little bad because I, I called my aunt one of my older aunts and I, I speak to her often and I hadn't spoken to her in probably about a month or so. Um, just because, you know, I've just been extremely busy and I know she's always busy. And so my sister and I called her and, um, you know, she was a little upset that she hadn't heard from me. And, you know, at first I was just like, well, what, you know, I've been busy. Like I've been working, I've been traveling every week. Like I don't have time to think about anything, you know? And I felt bad. I felt at first I I was a little upset and I was just like, why is she upset that she hasn't heard from me? Like she could have called me too. But then I realized like, first of all, she's older. Okay. She's in her seventies and you know, people in the old school back in those days, honey, they don't believe they you're they're the elders and so we're supposed to check on our elders and so I I took responsibility for that I checked myself like you know what she's the elder you should have called her and then I felt even worse because she had told me that you know my uncle her husband had had a stroke and I didn't know that and I think that maybe she thought (laughs) she told me um that he had had a stroke or that maybe she told someone and and it just didn't get to me. I had no idea. I did not know that he had a stroke. So I felt bad, you know, and she let us know how she felt about not hearing from us and not feeling supported, you know, after having to deal with what my uncle had gone through. And I felt really bad. So we got off the phone. I called my mom and I'm like, mom, like, why didn't you tell me? Or did you know? And my mom was even like, no, I talked to her three days ago. She didn't mention anything about a stroke. And so 
then I didn't feel as bad because I realized, well, maybe she thought she told me, but it just, after that whole conversation, I just felt like, you know what? I need to do more to cultivate that relationship and keep it open and keep it alive. And even though, yes, sometimes you can feel like, well, nobody's reaching out to me. Nobody's calling me. Nobody's checking in on me. I have those moments too. Trust me. I have those moments where I feel like, hell, I've got a lot of stuff going on. Ain't nobody calling me to ask me how I'm doing or ain't nobody, you know, checking in on me. But then when you really stop and take inventory and you realize Sometimes they are, you know, and in some, in many different ways, people can reach out. They have their ways of reaching out and, and, and checking in on you, but it goes both ways. And I don't care if it is just, you know, setting up an auto dial or, or setting up a, a, something in your schedule on your calendar to call, you know, your elders or call a friend or send a text message, you know, something to check in on on the people that you care about and that care about you. We have to keep these relationships cultivated because people are leaving up out of here on a daily basis. You know, there was just another high profile um, death with the death of Kim Porter, who was Diddy's ex um, or ex and his baby mother. Um, they have three children together and they were obviously really close. Um, and she was young. She was young, 47 or about to be 47 years old beautiful you know angel she didn't she wasn't a messy person it didn't seem like I never read tabloids on her you know you don't hear and you didn't hear bad stories about her and or anything and she was in seemingly good health had young children but none of that matters none of that matters people none of that mattered when it came time for her to go and I'm sure that she had people around her who, you know, those relationships were, were cultivated, but it just let me realize or let it, it woke me up in a sense. And it let me realize that I have to do my part in cultivating relationships. I have to not only expect people to reach out to me, but I also sometimes have to do the reaching. And, you know, I also can't be offended when, you know, if someone's chewing me out because my aunt was chewing me out and that's how she felt in the moment. And I at first, like I said, I was a a bit offended, but then I felt bad. And I was like, wow, like she probably felt like me. She probably felt like, well, I've got all this stuff going on and nobody's reaching out. So maybe she missed an email. Maybe she missed a text message. And then she's in her seventies. So text messages and communicating the way we do it these days is not always the way that, that our, our elders prefer to be communicated with. So I'm going to make a um, commitment to do more in trying to reach her in the way in which I know will a reach her and b she will appreciate um, because you know that's just important. So I went on that soapbox and said all that to say you know cultivate your relationships and you know really take a uh, an evaluation of, of who you have around you. You know you, family isn't always blood. Okay, this is it's not always your blood. Like my friends, I am immensely grateful for them. They are my family and they check on me. They check me. (laughs) They trust me. They love me genuinely. They're honest with me. Like I, I know that I can trust them. Like with when I, when I say with my life, like, yes, I, I can trust them with life things. And then they trust me with life things. They trust me with their children. They trust me with, you know, their homes and their pets and, and it's vice versa. And that is family. You know, you can choose your family because my biological family is not 
in, in close proximity to me. I don't have any blood relatives living here. Um, and so the family that I have around me, and I have cousins, you know, by marriage and things of that nature, but you know, I, I don't have any blood relatives here. So my friends and my family, as we like to call ourselves, um, have been my support system and I'm so immensely grateful for them. Like, I don't even think they understand. I mean, I did express it to them recently, so they do understand, but I'm really grateful for them. Um, I am. And so just make sure that you are cultivating these relationships this holiday season. Don't let a day go by that you think about someone and you don't reach out. If you think about that person, there's a reason you're thinking about them. Let them know you're thinking about them. Text them, call them, email them, send a card, whatever you have to do to let them know, hey, you're on my mind. You popped up on my on my mind. I just wanted to check in. You know, I like doing that to people. I just need to do a better job of that. And sometimes it is hard because we do get consumed with our daily lives. We get consumed with our schedules and everything that we have going on and everything that we have to do. And it's easy to forget. It is. But, you know, we just got to do a better job. We really, really do. Um, and I want to I want to really encourage, you know, you all to just do that this holiday season. Um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, what's funny is I reached out to my ex and I don't think he was trying to shape me, but it was kind of shape. But I was just like, hey, you know, just checking in, seeing how you were, because like we're not we're not enemies, but we're clearly not friends the way we used to be. And so when I. I reached out to be like, hey, you know, hope you're going to have a good holiday season. And I asked him, I was like, are you ready to be, you know, my friend again? And he was just kind of like, why are you asking me this? (laughs) And he was like, I think that you're asking me this because, you know, during this time of year, this is when we were usually at our best. And he was right. Um, He was right. This time of year, we typically were closer than we than we ever were, but than we ever were any other time of year. But I think that that's also important too. It's like cultivating relationships is not, should not just happen around the holidays. It should be an ongoing regular thing. Yes, the holidays are a time for people to come together and, 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 you know, even if you haven't, you know, spent a lot of time with that, with those people, it's a great time to do that. But a relationship should be cultivated year round year round. You should be feeding that relationship in order for those genuine relationships to last. And so not, you know, to downplay my ex-husband at all, but he was absolutely right. Like I was feeling those nostalgic feelings and I was feeling those feelings of man, I miss him as my friend. And that's not just because I miss him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, Oh, I want to get back with him or anything like that. Like I do genuinely miss him. He, we were friends And, but I think that because of the time of year, it did spark that in me because this is the time of year where you think about your friend, your family and your friends and those who are closest to you. And he's who I had. So, you know, I'm, I'm saying that to say, do better at cultivating relationships with people all year round, foster those relationships, feed them all year round so that you don't have to try and fake the funk around, you know, the holidays. Um, because that, that can sometimes come off as disingenuous. And I'm not saying, I I hope that's a word. You guys know, I like to make up words. If it's not a word, 
it is now. But disingenuous, you know, you don't want to seem that way because sometimes it can seem a little artificial like, oh, you're only calling me because it's Christmas time or it's the holidays. Granted, nobody should take for granted when you get a call from someone. Like if you pop up on somebody's mind and it happens to be Christmas time, you know, that's still that's not something to complain about. But at the same time, like call me in June, call me in May, call me in February, you know, let me know that you're thinking about me, period, just in genuine, just in general, so that, you know, you're not trying to, you know, build up these, not false relationships, but that it just seems more, more genuine, if I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, I mean, cause that's like the whole, that's like the whole, you know, cuffing season thing. Like, you know, when people are like, oh, it's cuffing season, it's time for me to get a bay, you know, then all of a sudden your inbox is blowing up or you're hearing from people that you haven't heard from in a long time because it's quote unquote cuffing season. Yeah, it's cuffing season, but you know, we need to be cultivating relationships all year round. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, but I am looking forward to Christmas. Um, as you all know, I have plans to travel and, um, I'm going to be with my family and I'm really excited about that. Um, Africa I'll be with, you know, well, I'll be by myself, but I'm going to be meeting people over there. So I still won't be alone. Um, yeah, I've just got some things coming up that I'm excited about, but I just really was grateful for this week and that, you know, my sister was able to come like my sister. I love her deaf. She, she and I, you know, she's older than me, but sometimes I feel like the older sister and I don't know why. And I think that's just because I am a middle child and I'm kind of bossy and a little strong headed and strong willed. So, you know, sometimes I just feel like I'm the boss of everybody, but I actually felt like her little sister this time around. (laughs) I felt like, oh, my older sister is here. And, you know, my niece was with her and my niece is 16 now and she's such a 16 year old. I love her. She's just such a 16 year old with these attitudes randomly for no reason. And so I'm glad that my sister has to deal with that on a basis, on a regular basis and not me. Um, but, but nevertheless, I enjoyed them both. I was so happy that they were able to come and we didn't have any like major blowout arguments or anything. I mean, of course we're sisters. So we bicker about love, little dumb stuff, but you know, I was just so happy to have them here. I, I, we didn't do anything. We didn't have to run the streets. I was just content with them being here. And I was really happy that my sister was happy that, you know, she got to meet my family, my other friends and my other girls who I call sisters, um, you know, on Thanksgiving Day and, you know, my godkids and everything. And she was happy that I had a village and that made me feel good. She was like, I'm happy to know that you're, you know, that you have people around you who genuinely care for you and who love you. And um, after church today, we went we went to church this morning and. Um, she met my other family, you know, my church family, and she was, you know, just happy. She was grateful. And she was like, you know, I'm just glad that you have good people around you. And that is important. That was important to me. I, I am the same way. Like, I want to know that, you know, you want to know that the people that you love and care about are taken care of and that they're not alone. And like, I know that she's good in Ohio because she's got, you know, our lifelong family and our lifelong friends. And I know all of her friends and well, not all of them, but you know what I mean? Like I know her village. I know who who's around her. And so I know that she has a support system. So 
for me to be here and have no biological collect connection to anyone here um I know she you know worries about me my mom sometimes worries about me my mom came to visit in April and she was able to meet them as well and so she was able to meet my support system and so I feel happy knowing that they are comfortable and content with the people who are around me because sometimes you know when you have your family meet certain friends you know your family can read them out they can they can feel them out and know whether or not they're genuine people and whether or not they're good for you and they will tell you even if they're not around you as much they they will tell you like oh yeah I don't like that that one or I don't trust her or there's something about that one or there's something about him I don't like you know your friend your family will tell you And so it made me feel good to know that my sister and my mom, that they are comfortable with my family and that they, they like them and they're happy that they're in my life. So I'm happy. I'm excited. I, um, am feeling great. And I just want to encourage you all to, you know, like I said, cultivate those relationships, you know, it's important. It's not just important for business and networking. Like, yeah, I preach that too on a, you know, on a professional level, but your personal life and your personal, you know, your, your circle and your village, that's important. So cultivate those relationships, check in on people, um, take responsibility because I'm going to leave you with this. Okay. Family isn't always blood. Like I said before, it's not always blood. It's the people in your life who want you in theirs. And who accept you for who you are. The ones who would do anything to see you smile and love you no matter what. That is definitely the definition of family to me. So I'm grateful for those people that I call family. And grateful for my friends. I hope that you all have a beautiful, blessed uh, holiday season. It's starting off wonderful for me um we're in the thick of it I'm feeling the love I'm feeling the joy I'm not feeling despair or sadness and those moments when I do have that that you know sadness or despair or anything you know I'll embrace it and then I'll remember all the good that I have and all the support that I have and the love that I have around me and that's what's going to help me go on so I hope that you all have a great holiday season and a good rest of your evening Catch you on the next one.